Welcome to our podcast. The people speaking today will be Ethan, Naomi, and Arcella. Our book is a our book is Dear Martin by Nick Stone. It's about a black kid named Justice who, after being wrongfully put in handcuffs, has his life changed drastically. Today we'll be talking about the summary of the book, some questions we picked up for it, and what we learned from the book. Dear Martin is a book following a black 17-year-old boy named Justice that goes to Ralston Prep. In the book, Justice faces racial inequality issues and racism. His best friend Manny also faces the same issues as him, except just not as much. It starts out with Justice being in handcuffs for helping out his white, drunk ex-girlfriend and wrongly accused for everything because of the color of her skin. After that, Justice starts to notice things more clearly about inequality and racism. The name of the book comes from Justice writing to Martin Luther King Jr. because one, he wants to be more like him, and two, they face very similar issues. Justice and this one girl named Sarah Jane, or SJ, develop a very close friendship and develop more and more feelings towards each other. Throughout Justice's last year in high school, you see more of what he has to go through. Follow him and his experiences through his last year in high school. I chose number 11 for my question, and it's what does your main character learn about himself, herself, by the end of your book? Is there is a character change, is the change for, for the better? The racial issues that Justice has recently had to deal with is, has formed him into the person that he is today. He learns that he has a voice and he can make a difference. The changes have, he has experienced change for the better. Another question we chose is where does your character draw strength? I think Justice gets his strength through what has happened to him in the past. Through all his traumatic experiences, he has drawn strength through what he knows is right and that he has done nothing wrong. Also, that he has an urge to speak out and show people what they don't see and what others have to deal with that they might not have to deal with. For my steel journal for SH, I wrote, after 27 hours of deliberation, Tyson is convicted of two misdemeanors, disorderly conduct, and discharge of a pistol near a public highway, and aggravated assault. The less severe of the two felonies, the jury was unable to reach a consensus regarding the felony murder charge, and a mistrial was declared on that count. Still in 193. I chose this quote because it was a report filled by authorities after Tyson's trial where he found out what he was being charged with. Something that really irritated me in this report, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, the fact that Tyson didn't get charged with murder when he clearly shot and killed a innocent boy just for doing what he was asked, turning down the radio. For T, thoughts, I wrote, every time I turn on the news and see another black person gunned down, I'm reminded that people look at me and see a threat instead of a human being. Still 95. I chose this quote because it was showing what justice was feeling and thinking. It's also saying how saddening it is when an innocent black person is shot and killed and how they're seen as a threat rather than a human being. For EFX on others, I wrote, just look, Justice looked at Mr. Rivers, who has his jaw clenched so tight, it, wasn't, it wouldn't surprise Justice if, there, if his teeth were cracking. Stone 186. I chose this quote because it showed how Justice being on the stand against a murderer affected Mr. Rivers, especially since the attorney was trying to make Justice and Manny the bad guys and it was Tyson. For AFX, I wrote, there was a brief dispute over loud music before shots were fired from one vehicle into the other. The shooter has been identified as 52-year-old Garrett Tyson, an officer with the Atlanta PD. 
Officer Tyson was not on duty at the time of the shooting and was taken into police custody at the scene. Still in 190, I mean 123. I chose this quote because it showed how Tyson isn't going to be held accountable for murder since he's a white man who supposedly felt threatened by Justice and Manny. For L looks, I wrote, there's this fine black girl here from Decatur Prep and I was thinking you guys could wingman it up for me. Homegirls got the I've ever seen and I think if she meets my boys, I'll have a good chance of getting her upstairs. Feel me, dog. Stone knife, 90. I chose this quote because it shows how Blake only wanted to get the girl upstairs because of her looks and he didn't even know her name. He also only asked Justice and Manny because the girl and them are the same race. Question I chose is, is the protagonist a good guy? Yes, Justice is a good guy. He's kind, thoughtful, and knows what's right and wrong. Other characters in the book try to portray him as a bad guy for things he never did. People always need someone to blame, and for some reason it always comes back to Justice, even if everyone doesn't know the whole story. In the end, Justice is a good guy, and I think he really is a good person at heart. If I could have changed the ending, I would have changed it so that Manny was alive. It wouldn't have had the weight of the current ending, but it would have made for a lot happier ending and Justice without his friend back. I learned that some people's lives are very different from mine. No one's lives are the same, and Justice's life is the perfect example for that.